0: This episode of The Shakes is brought to you by Audible. With over 150,000 audiobooks and more to choose from, you're sure to find something great to listen to when you're not listening to podcasts, of course. Get a 30-day trial membership and a free audiobook of your choice to keep by visiting audibletrial.com the shakes This show becomes much more interesting when we hear from you. Call 816-852-0668 24 hours a day, seven days a week to leave ideas or questions via voicemail or tweet us at The Shakes. You're listening to The Shakes, a weekly creative conversation over cocktails. How's how's your uh, synchronized violin swimming? How's that going? Excellent. What was
1: that?
2: that was I don't know. You couldn't, yeah, you
0: couldn't record because oh, we had,
2: yeah. S-
1: synchronized, had violin. synchronized violin swimming. <laughs> We're just living the cliched world where it's like Chinese
0: daughter <laughs> should play you take it violin. Get serious. Well, I mean, I didn't want to say anything, <laughs> but yeah. So you know, I mean, you, 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 yeah, yeah. Maybe it just costs a so lot. So what's
1: been going on, everybody?
0: Well, you know, we. Uh, we, we we did a little bit of uh, soul-searching, uh, talking, about, talking about how we want to kind of position the show in 2015. And, and Joy had the great idea of we're going to crack open a case. Every, every
3: show. Every show. Ooh. Yeah. But it's not necessarily going to be like anything. A, like a
0: case, like a murder case or something, but like the case of why Pat eats nuts in the microphone. Yeah.
3: Or just getting you know, to the bottom of yeah, those we, types yeah. of things. So so
0: so so we cracked the case of what we were going to do in twenty fifteen. Then we cracked the case of getting burnt out. A a piece of a of, of not fake follow-up and discussion. I noticed before we went on went on the air. Ooh, and <laughs> I actually can say listening live. Went on the air because the live streaming is back up and working it was broken for so long and now it's back
3: <coughs> it didn't even take you very long to fix it did it
0: no like it just you know you set your mind to it and it mm. took me like a half hour but yeah so that's so, now, I got if, pregnant. so now if you get yeah <laughs> if you if you go back to misfit radio misfitrad.io slash live there it is it's there it's yeah. there and i and i'm telling all the other shows hey do it
3: too. So it's there right now because, like, when I went earlier, it was just right, blank. But right, no, okay. right now,
0: as we're talking, people can hear us.
1: So I'm if since it's live, I'm going to do a call out really quick. Okay. So I met someone at the I was speaking on a panel, and I met Abigail, and she is part of a podcast called CMYK Podcast, which is the KC, CM, C CMYK C-my- 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 Podcast. Oh, okay, very clever. Yeah, and if she happens to be listening, she should call in. We should call in, it. and it's 816-852-0668 that's right we,
0: we also cracked the it. case on that because you notice that's a different phone number i
1: did so
0: oh, yeah
3: we, were, we figured we get jeremy thought we'd get more calls if it was in yeah state. i i fig- <laughs> i
0: figured you know because a lot the largest part of our of our demographic is of that age where the parents were like oh, don't call don't, don't don't do long distance yeah. you know, right so you know even though it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't matter there's just that little bit that's like, mm, yeah, I don't know. Isn't that a California mm-hmm. number? I, yeah. Oh gosh, I don't know.
1: It's a, It was an Oklahoma number.
0: No, right? it was a. It was a San Francisco number. Oh, because so, it was mule. Yeah. So. So, anyways, uh, yeah. So we switched it to an eight one six, and and <clears throat> somebody actually did call thirty minutes before the. Uh, show started
3: if you're gonna do that you gotta leave a message yeah
0: so just call the the number back that's the thing Uh, let's do that creepiness well see it showed that it called the number the number showed that it was calling the number so i don't know who did it because i hadn't had it set up right but here's the thing you can you can call 24 hours a day seven days a week and you can leave a voicemail that exists yeah i know isn't that crazy and we can use those voicemails on the show can respond to things that way, or if, you, if you're if you just ready and so inclined, you can look for those opportunities when we tweet or go on Facebook and say, hey, we're live, call 816-852-0668, and then you can call 816-852-0668 and actually talk to the three of us live instead of just leaving a voicemail. So, or just I mean, talk. It's a,
3: it's a novel thought. Don't even have to talk to us. You can just own it. You can it. just talk. Yeah, I mean, yeah,
0: You could. Yeah, you could say something like, "Don't, don't speak, please. Just, yes, just, <laughs> just, just give, listen. Give me, give me three minutes, and then and then you can go for three minutes. And what's
1: her Twitter? Well, no, there you, you go. Okay. So what? Um, so what case
0: are we going to break today? That's a great question. I have, and thought. oh, you do. You've got I an do. idea. Okay, good. <laughs> and by
3: asking, I mean I know. Go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to throw it out. If you guys
0: have, he just All wanted right. to make sure we didn't have something.
3: already.
1: Here's here's the question I have. Okay. So, if you're going to drop four million dollars to run a spot during the Super Bowl, uh-huh. why would you release it early in the social space
3: so that so you everybody can, can see it? So you can uh-huh. get more. Why would you do that? more publicity are we talking about one in particular no no all okay. of them everybody i mean is it's doing like it. yeah
0: everybody is like it started like 2 weeks ago it yeah. feels like yeah. it's, it's not like, like, like hey I'm here's see our something. super bowl spot
1: yeah it's not like i'm going to see something and go oh my god i want to see that again if i want to see it again i'll, I'll just, just watch go look it at again. it yeah
0: yeah you yeah just go to youtube and yeah. watch it again i i sure as hell am not going to be excited and anticipating it when the super bowl's on right, right. It's done, but maybe the, yeah. they realize
3: that really the vast majority of people are not excited in anticipating the commercial part of the Super Bowl. Uh, I, that's bullshit because I think that, I think that
0: even if you're not in the industry, I mean that's that has just been. But that's uh, not tradition.
3: Yeah. Up, know? T- up till we need halftime. To, we, need, we
1: need to do a. We need. They need to create a new tradition. I think it's become played.
0: Well, yeah. Now I do. I also agree with that. Yes, I think the tradition has become played, and there needs to be a new tradition. Are we going to do Shakespeare? Uh, no, we we discussed. We decided last year that we weren't going to do it. We what did? is it?
3: Shakespeare. School? Shakespeare. Shakespeare. Oh, we, that we would did be a, we fun. Did a,
0: we did a hashtag on Twitter, uh-huh. along with you know all the other people that do the Super Bowl analysis. Except ours usually has to do with like the snacks we're eating. Uh huh. I don't know. We said we said we weren't going to okay. do it. All right.
1: Well, I'm let's, part. Let's put, it, let's put
3: it back on the table. I'm part of a Twitter thing already. I've been invited.
0: Oh, what were you invited?
3: Oh, to Oh, Laura's
1: going to that too. I know
3: she is. Yeah. It's for girls.
1: That's the only reason I was asking is because I was like, it's going to be me at home. Yeah. With the kids, I uh, thought, well, do I'll it. Well, what the around. hell?
0: Let's do it. I yeah, mean, yeah, it's not like, yeah, it's... yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not like it's you know some.
1: It's fuck, not it. like we got to go into a separate room and yeah, uh-huh. yeah. And... Let's
0: do it again. Okay, oh. sure. So, so we're going to do the hashtag Shakes Bowl, baby. Shakes We're, we're going to do nice. the hashtag Shakespeare. and we will talk about whatever it is we decide to talk about I'll during do it. the Super Bowl. <laughs> And I'll just do both.
1: Cannibalism.
0: Well, I mean, Bowl-ism. So, you know, and that's usually cannonball. That's that's usually what happens is in the years past, like we've done Shakespeare's Bowl and then Barclay's done Barclay Bowl and uh-huh. Mears Bowl. And then so people will kind of like just attach their hashtags to multiples to one another. And, and not last year, but the year before we were the number one. Out of all of the Kansas City Super Bowl Twitter wow, we were we were the one. We were number one. That's so, awesome. Yeah. <laughs>
3: That's
0: last great. year we were not number one. I also quit in like the third quarter because <laughs> it I It wasn't I, even
3: the third dude, quarter. I got I got <laughs> sick Because you drank too much?
0: No, I you were sick. no, I think I just had like some bad uh, you know bad bean, bean dip, dip or Ew. something. Like, Breitenberg yeah. will
3: get on and he'll
1: make some kind of outrageous statement. Like, yep. that was the best spot ever. You know, like the <laughs> last year of the Bob Dylan. Oh, with the spot. Bob Dylan thing. The best Bob spot Dylan ever. Debacle. I'm like, really? Bob Dylan pitching a freaking. No, yep. that was not. I don't even but, think that was and, really him A robot. Yeah, it was like no. a, robot, yeah. Bob no. what, what a robot Bob Dylan. It wasn't even real. What do you think about Robot
0: Bob Dylan? Is that kind of along the no. lines of an Autobot? No,
3: that's oh, nothing like it. No. Did you risk Tetanus? No. No, and you did miss last time I said Ninja Turtles were in, too. Yeah, Ninja Turtles are also on the But the original ones, not the new ones with the, the fucked up The Corey
1: Feldman face. ones. Yeah. The 90s. Especially Raphael. The soft, plushy kind of Muppet-like. Yeah. The funny ones. Squishy to the touch. They weren't
3: that squishy. Yeah, not they the could ones be. that
1: look like They characters. would be up close
3: you think although did you
0: did you see
1: yes the, the show notes? Lion-o.
3: <laughs> i know as that i was like bizarre. oh he's
0: got to look but yeah apparently carrot top looks more like lion o from thundercats than he does the new than anything and he else
1: does. yeah he spooky
0: he's yeah how do we get him on the show that that was what we were trying to crack last time at the end it's like how do we crack that let's get carrot top and say why on you got show. why you always got to be carrot topping
3: yeah Seriously, I, uh, don't you like, bet he's always like what that? What is carrot topping? It's when you pull shit out of a trunk and say, "Oh, look at me! I'm a this, I'm a that." That's oh, a, I'm eating a, a big stick. piece of pizza. That's like, I bet he does that all the that's time. That's like
1: that's like uh, um, that's like uh, getting Yakov Smirnov <laughs> on and go. Why do you gotta keep on talking about Russia? I mean, that's his sh- that's his thing.
3: Yeah, but he probably does that everywhere.
1: We had we had a um, everything when we when we were on a Sonic shoot. <laughs>
3: It one time. Was we, actually... had,
1: we had we had we had these we had these girlfriends improvers and when it was the first shoot and one of the improv people the girls brought honest to god a like a like a doctor's bag of like like visuals like fake teeth and glasses and it's like what the fuck She trying fuck to be funny? What do you think this is? What do you think, yeah?
0: Like, that's just in not case funny. we're not funny, bring out the so, the
1: glasses with the big bifocal. Right. So
0: she had the little the little friend necklace in the bag, and that's how come they ended up doing that, right? Oh yeah, you oh, remember that.
3: Fuck yeah, I remember what that. The hell?
0: <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I remember that experiment.
3: What giving the guys girlfriend so that people wouldn't think No, they no, were no, gay? no, no. No, it was, it was separate.
0: Yeah. It was a total separate because you had you had you have the guys, TJ and Pete. Yeah. You had Molly and Brian, the yeah. married couple and then there was a very short li- like two spots of two girls well there if was even. there
1: was there was um short lived campaign of of two girls in um in an office setting which i thought could be pretty funny
3: uh-huh.
1: but that in that was short lived and then it was <clears throat> two girls in a car uh-huh. and then we ended up canning one of the girls because she was Doing porn, crazy, and she was yeah. She was, was doing. she what? the
3: one with the props? Yes. She was doing <laughs> porn. Is that what you no, said? No, she wasn't. Doing oh, but she she was just she couldn't be handled. She wrangled. wasn't. She, hey,
1: she wasn't good. She was. She was she, crazy. Yeah. I mean, openly bagging on everybody.
3: Oh. You and I mean? then
1: she then she said she was in great demand and she demanded more money. And at that point, I <laughs> said, my recommendation is that we don't do work with her anymore. And the CMO was like, yep,
3: there you go. So and she I took heard. her doctor's bag and was like, I'm out of here. No,
1: she's like, I will use my triple bifocal glasses <laughs> elsewhere. Have you, you been seeing her all over? Um, I have seen her. It's not all over, but I've seen her in very small spots.
3: But no movies. But no. I think she might have lied to you.
1: Can I um can I talk about um can I talk about a movie that I saw that I think is great for creativity? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> have you guys seen the movie Whiplash?
3: No. Not yet. It's on oh, my
0: list. Shit.
1: Seriously, it's you on my and list. you have
0: to see it in the theater. Is it playing?
1: Yes. Okay. No, tell yeah, us like not. I okay. think Barry Woods is playing it.
0: Is it? Okay. Yeah.
1: So I I'm I so the movie is about a jazz drummer mm-hmm. and he is playing at the I don't know what the school is in New York, but it's a real school. <clears throat> and isn't it Berkeley? No. It starts with a J. Juilliard? No. And um jazz school. <laughs> jazz school. And um there is this there is this professor there who is a total asshole. Uh. And but he, you know, has high demands. He's you know speaks. He's very curt. And um, this guy gets asked into his group to be an alternate on the on the drum set. And it all centers around this idea of um, this story about uh, Charlie Bird. That's right. Yeah. No, Charlie Parker Bird. Charlie Bird. Mm Ah. Um, and the transition from Charlie Parker to bird and he was playing one night and uh, I can't think of the other guy's name, but the other guy <clears throat> was so mad at Charlie Parker because he wasn't playing very well that he threw a cymbal at his head and he had to duck and, you know, get out of the way and um, and it was they 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 say that it was that night that he switched from being Charlie Parker to bird that he was so motivated that he practiced so hard that he truly became, you know, he came back to that exact place a year later and played the best, you know, mm-hmm. solo he's ever done. And so, um, the thing is, and, and it, it was, it gave an eye went and saw it. And as a father, it affected me because, you know, it's like, you're always wanting to push your child and it's like, you know, don't, you know, don't don't half ass it. Don't be lazy and stuff. And then as a manager, you're wanting to push your creative people to. And <clears throat> but, you know, what you know is that there's no one universal way to push people. Um, But this guy was like, you know, I'm going to I'm going to break everybody down Then I'm going to build them back up <clears throat> in this kind of um Quest to find the next Charlie Parker and, you know, his, and, and there's this great scene towards the end where he says, the two worst words you could ever say to somebody is good job. He said, that is such a passive. Yep. You did it well enough. It wasn't amazing. It wasn't horrible. Just good job. And, um, and the, the ending, and I won't say what the ending is. The ending was amazing. It was one of the best. I, I to me, I've seen everything except for Birdman, and I would say that this is the best. This is the best movie of the year.
3: Um, I was trying to look up some imagery. There's just a lot of a guy shouting. Yeah. at a drummer.
1: J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. Yeah. Who's going to win best best supporting actor?
3: Uh, is he the one shouting? Mm-hmm. And I it should hope be American interesting to see Sniper, how it, how it turns I hope out. American Sniper doesn't take it.
0: Is is American Sniper up for for Oscars? Oh yeah, because because it wasn't up for anything for Golden Globes, right? Oh yeah, it was. It was. It just yeah. didn't win anything.
1: I know. I, I I think it's up for Best Picture and Best Director and hmm. Bradley Cooper and
0: I don't have any I don't have any uh any interest in seeing that one. I just don't.
1: Yeah, I I did. I mean, it's it's a good movie. I just mm. hmm.
0: what American
3: Sniper? Yeah. No.
1: Mm. I do. I did. I did. Finally, it did finally occur to me. I love watching movies about um,
3: the Iraq War. I like yeah, it. and
1: Desert Storm and stuff. I, I I like those.
3: movies. So you like the the Meat Locker,
1: <clears throat> Hurt
3: Locker, the Hurt. Locker. <laughs> I love that.
1: I love Zero Dark Thirty. I love uh, Three Kings.
3: Oh, I I have seen. So kings so actually. you
0: so you embody the the new incarnation yeah. of middle age because I I.
3: Not Vietnam well,
0: movies. Well, like I heard a, I think it was a Patton Oswalt bit. Like I was listening to yesterday, and he's like, you know, you always know when you've hit middle age when you suddenly become obsessed with World War Two. Oh, but <laughs> I, I, which which made me immediately think of John Roderick,
1: <laughs> and
0: <coughs> I yeah, I so, love.
1: Yeah, but that's – yeah, that's a new level of – I sit in bed <laughs> sit and the way I put myself to sleep is I play through different scenarios of the battles of World War II. What the
3: fuck? I think about the You have to
1: outcomes. know so many details <laughs> to be able to play that through in your head. Um, but I I mean I've been a fan of World War II since I was in college. I, so I guess I was – I guess
0: there. it is in your bio, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Fan of World, War, love, II World War II zombies and –
3: it's a weird to say you're a fan of World War II. Uh, but. Thomas Kincaid. I no, would. I just – I think <laughs> light. Yes. <laughs> Shut up. Thomas R. Benton.
1: Thomas,
2: Thomas Kincaid.
1: Can't get enough of that, dude. <laughs> Give me some more Kincaid.
0: What if you were into Thomas Kincaid?
1: Actually, okay, so truth be told, (laughs) truth be told, I see a Thomas Kincaid like winter painterly scene, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, I want to be in the center of that because it's like it's so peaceful and there's light everywhere, which I think is funny. I mean, somebody pointed out it's like the painter of light, only light sources coming from like seven different places. So it's like, how can you be the painter of light and misrepresent it so much? But it's like there's a little carriage going across the little bridge, and all the houses are perfectly lit, and they all look warm and stuff. And I want to be in, the,
0: I want to be in the middle of that. You gives,
1: you choose gives, a Thomas Kinkade
3: painting, paint boner. <laughs> yes. Sir. Oh, oh, watch got a call.
0: out! In the middle of talking about a paint boner, <laughs> you're on live with the Shakes. Hey, I have a poopy pants moment. I need some advice. <laughs> awesome! You have a poopy pants moment. All perfect. right, perfect. Let's do it. Who is this? This is Matt. Okay, Matt. All right, Matt, let's hear about your poopy pants.
2: All right, I am in the process of trying to branch out and find a new job, and I only have in-house design experience, and I kind of want to go to an agency, and obviously agencies want people with agency experience.
0: Okay, so you're afraid that uh, that your experience is, is not up to snuff just because... Of where it comes well, I, from, yeah. not not necessarily what it
2: is. Right. So, my portfolio for the past five years is hasn't really changed. I guess I've done the I've, done, I've been doing the the same product for six years.
1: Do you like the work?
2: And I, I, do I like the work? The I'm work doing that no.
1: you produced. Do you, I mean, the actual work that you. Oh, have is produced. it good? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, right. I think it's good
1: work okay so if you but
2: I mean, that's why' I'm, I'm looking to leave as well because the job itself is wearing on me yeah
3: yeah you guys are the agency guys yeah well I you know <laughs> well
0: I I mean to me and and I am interested to hear what Pat has to because you now have some experience on both sides of it. Yeah. You have, you have, you know, corporate work, you have agency work, yep. uh, you know, to, to me, it, it just, it wouldn't matter as long as your work is your work. And if it's good enough to, to work at an agency, then I mean, the rest of it is just office politics and, you know, knowing how to make coffee in the mornings and that, you know, or when you're took the last cup and, you know, that kind of stuff. I don't know. I mean, to me, it's it just because because and I guess I'm coming to I, I, I'm answering this from uh, from the standpoint of when I got my job at Barkley and I, I, I think it was about 250 people at the time that I got my job there. Uh, you know, the the place that I was working right before that was like 15 people. So, uh, you know, it just kind of becomes – it kind of becomes one of those things. And I was was nervous, not necessarily because of, oh, I have been in-house all these years and now I want an agency. I I was nervous about, gosh, I just have all these little tiny small-time, you know, quote, quote, small-time clients because I've always worked at a 15-person agency. And now I'm trying to, you know, really jump across this chasm to another level and – you know luckily the the thing if it is, is if, if the work is good that's what matters so i you know i and i don't want to be too reductive about it but i think i think you're maybe worrying a, li- a little bit but i mean our so so pat from being in the agency going kind of kind of doing the reverse of it yeah is there is there maybe I, some, I mean, some thoughts I, to to that
1: i absolutely agree with jeremy i mean the work is the work if the work's good and people think that it's good I think if people are caught up and well, you don't have agency experience, and I think then I honestly I don't know that you want to work there. I mean, it's like if the work is good and people think it's good, it's like the stuff that I've done while at Hallmark. Um, I think you know the work that I would put in my book. I think is good work. I don't think I I, I never categorize it like oh that's work that I did. You know, I i mean, I, you know, I run an in-house agency at Hallmark and it's like I'd never categorize it and say, oh, that's work that I did in-house. I'd say, this is good work. This is work that deserves to be in my portfolio. And and I would I would sell it as that, you know, and and so. But I, I mean, I realize I have the benefit of being outside and inside. So um, but I, th- I think it's I, I think keep keep the conversation about your work and if the work's great Um, and, and if, if it is, what, what type of work are, what type of work would you have in your book?
2: Right now, so the company I'm with now is a real estate developer. So the majority of the work I've been doing for them is really geared around commercial real estate, brochures, websites, things like that. And I just feel like the biggest obstacle I have is the lack of variety. So so I've tried to freelance and try to kind of trade the clients and uh, add variety to my portfolio, but it's, it's still not something that I think if I go to an agency, uh, this guy can do a wide variety of work.
1: So what, what kind of, what kind of job do you want? I mean, it's like you should have a book that reflects the kind of job that you want in an agency. Do you want to do brochures and websites? Do you want to do websites? Do you want to do traditional stuff? Do you want to do digital stuff? I mean, to me, you need to, you know, the beauty of it is, is that because you're kind of breaking into a new area, you almost, you almost have the, the, and this is an opportunity to treat yourself kind of like a student where find a great, if, are you a designer writer? Designer. So find, find a great writer partner with them and start creating kind of work that you, you want to sell yourself as is like, Hey, I can do this. Otherwise I'm afraid if you go in and sell yourself, I mean, you know, it's like, I'd see portfolios all the time. And I was like, do you want to be, you know, you've got a press release in here. Do you want to be a PR writer? Well, no. Do you want to be a direct mail writer? Well, no. It's like, then get it out of your book. Don't sell yourself as you know the, this kind of stuff. It's like sell yourself as as the either the thinking or the formats that you want to work in.
0: And I think uh, I think maybe. <clears throat> so getting to saying the type of type of work you do, I'm going to make an assumption. Please tell me if it's it's correct or not correct. That that you're worried that the stuff in the book is going to be really tactical and less of a, you know, here, here's a big idea. Here's a concept type of thing. Is that maybe kind of where you're a little nervous? Yes. Okay. So I think, I think if, if that is the case, then, then yeah, definitely Pat's advice. So, so I would say, you know, still, if again, if it's solid work, it's solid work, tactical, conceptual, either way. But if you want to round it out, with with something that that kind of lets you stretch that uh you know conceptual muscle and and be able to show a little bit of what you can do then yes i think being able to find somebody or you know even or even if uh you know you're 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 a halfway decent writer uh i mean you can do the writing yourself but but ideas are always really good when you when you know you collaborate with somebody (coughs) so i think uh trying to do something like that and it doesn't it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be a huge volume of work it can yeah. be two three pieces yeah you know and just and uh, see how that goes for you
3: have you um met with had interviews or met with agencies
2: no actually I'm just starting to send out my portfolio to mm-hmm. different agencies and I'm a, a little worried that my time at my current company is running down. Yeah, um, by, by my own choosing. <coughs> but um, I, I'm worried that the portfolio is not going to be well received because it lacks a lot of variety.
1: Well, I would, I would, I would do, I would. I would try and meet with as many people in agencies as you could. I would get informational interviews. They may not be hiring, still meet with them and get honest feedback. And, and you're going to, some people are going to give you honest feedback and meet with you. And, and those are valuable people. Yeah. Some people aren't. And, 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 you know, and, and use that to help validate or rebuild or build more. And
0: yeah, that's, that's yeah. actually exactly what I was going to say. Um When when I was early on in my career, uh, I did a lot of video editing and visual effects, animation, uh, that type of thing. And I got an interview at MK12 here in Kansas City. And, you know, and I mean, they're like one of, you know, the the best visual effects groups in the world. And I came in with a VHS tape. So that dates that for one thing. Uh, I came in with a tape. Full of nothing but local car commercials, because that was the type of work that I had. Uh, did, did I go any farther in the interview process? No, but boy, did I learn a hell of a lot about what I needed, because, I mean, you know, it was probably one of the best learning experiences and and I know that this is this also is not necessarily maybe what you want to hear but I think is also incredibly valuable to you if you could if you could get an informational interview like Pat is saying to a couple of places it might be you know like a second or third tier choice for you um and and kind of get that feedback that says okay where do I go from here And, you know, then that gives you some time to, to, to tweak, to re, you know, to kind of regain your bearings and then send that improved product to your top choices. Yeah. So, you know, that's a way to look at it as well.
1: Yeah. If you, if you think your window is, is limited where you currently are, my advice to you is to get out there as quickly as you can start meeting with people, get feedback, um, and start, you know, uh. You know, building on your portfolio or or getting feedback to, you know, and just learning as much as you can so you can go into the places that you do want to work and, and get going.
3: What are the thoughts on putting uh work you just did because you love to do work? Yeah, that work? no, that's, that's spec stuff. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: That's what I'm suggesting is I mean, it doesn't you know, have my, to be uh, like
3: for like I did this for, and then tie some big brand name to it.
1: No, I mean, I did spec work for, um, (laughs) little Debbie snack cakes. because Um, you liked them because I liked them. Mm -hmm. I also did spec work for a restaurant in Omaha, Nebraska, because it had an interesting thing that I, and, and the thing is, is that, you know, to Jeremy's point, you don't necessarily have to find a writer. I mean, I, I, I simplified everything I did so I could design it myself. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, and, and, and I loved, I loved that I was kind of put in that box. Um, so I, I think it'll, it'll really help kind of fine tune your ideas.
3: So it and that was work that you just did, but it wasn't necessarily going anywhere. Yeah. And, and,
1: and because what I did was when I was a junior, um, I had a friend who worked at Leo Burnett or not Leo Burnett, J. Walter Thompson in Chicago. And, um, she had a friend who was a writer who had just come out of portfolio school, and I met with him, and I took my book through him. And in the nicest way possible, he said – and I'm not saying this is this is going to happen to you, but in the nicest way possible, he said, you know, your book needs to be redone. And so we kind of brainstormed some stuff right there, and I had some stuff that had actually been published, and I was like, ooh, this is published and stuff. And he said just because it's been published doesn't mean it's good. And he said, you know, you. He's like, look through the newspaper, look through the magazine. He's like, you see a lot of bad stuff, and just because somebody ran it doesn't mean it's good. And um, so I was like, wow, you know. And I went back, and I was totally jacked, and just, you know, went and completely redid my book, and mm-hmm. it was so much better for it. So, does
2: that help? Yeah, I think that helps out a lot. I, how should I try to sell this? these fictitious projects to a potential employer though
3: yeah do you just tell them that this is spec work or
1: i think they kind of know i mean if you avoid like you know don't try and go do something for nike and shit you know i mean i think i think they'll right. know it's like i think yeah. you set it up as like hey look this is i i want to showcase my thinking you know so i i grabbed some brands and i did some stuff mm-hmm. and
0: Yeah, because I, you know, through just through the standard interview process, they're going to know where you work, what kind of work you do, and they're going to be able to easily deduce that, Okay, your day to day business is creating this type of thing over and over and over and over again. And so, yeah, I mean, you know, so if you if you put that that spec work forth as exactly what Pat says, hey, I just want to show you my conceptual thinking. They, you know they they know they know it's not published work they know that it's there to augment the, you know the, you know you've you've got 200 pieces of real estate work that you could show but you want to show the the three or four best of those and then you want to show three or four you know conceptual pieces and and it and and and, and this is just kind of portfolio 101 I and mean, you don't have to show more than ten pieces. You know, don't don't feel like you need to go crazy showing stuff. Just get ten or let you know if you think if you think that three of each is the best. You do six, you know that yeah. that's it. I mean, because because again, it goes it goes to what what Pat was saying. Like if you're all of a sudden throwing in PR releases and you know and things like that because you you're like, well, I I got to put something in there. Yeah. Man, that's not that's not doing you any service. So it's better for you to have five or six things that you are just proud as hell about than to have 10 or 12 things that that are, you know, a range of. Yeah. To, yeah. You know, it's all right. I did that thing. Yeah, It happened. So, yeah.
1: And uh, the other thing, and this this was this was you know more kind of student minded, but it, it creates an interesting conversation, and it allows you to in an in a way that feeds the ego of the person that you're interviewing, puts it in a way where you can kind of test to see what kind of um, <clears throat> feedback you get and what kind of the thinking is. Is I always had like one or two campaigns in in a pocket, and this is dated of an actual portfolio. <laughs> um, that I, stuff that I was working on and I would run that by the person I was interviewing with. And I'd say, Hey, I'm working on this. What do you think of this idea? And what would you, you know, what do you think? And based on their feedback and what kind of direction they gave me, that was a way for me to kind of judge them and, and say, Oh, okay. I really liked what their feedback was. It was really insightful or yeah, no, that sucked. And
0: I like that. Turn yeah. in the tables. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I like that. That's a that's a new tactic that yeah. I that I have yeah. not uh, that I haven't heard of. Yeah. You should totally steal that from Pat. Yeah. That's a good one. I well. <laughs> yeah, you should.
1: All right, Matt, go forth and call us back and tell us about your uh yeah, your success.
0: Definitely. Do you have All do you right, have any good. do you have any uh <clears throat> interviews coming up here in the near future? Or oh, well, you no, you, no, you were just I'm, saying I'm you're just, just now kind of thinking about it.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm just getting ready to
0: jump. Okay, well, yeah, definitely. Please, please give us an update. I I, uh, I always like to hear how how things are going, so please do that. Okay. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Yep. You bet. All right. Right.
3: That was nice.
0: That was nice.
3: Good yeah job, guys.
0: Good job! We helped somebody. Yay. I
1: think one Yay. of you should have offered to review. Actually, his he calls back and he's like, "I've never been more embarrassed <laughs> that, in my life."
3: You know right. what? You, why the hell didn't you what say something? Because I, I don't want to volunteer. You know, while offered he's right what? there to review his portfolio. <laughs> yeah, so you yeah. can we'll take a look at it. Okay,
0: Matt. Matt, you're still listening. Yeah, if you, well, I mean, you know, if you're listening live, then or if you hear it tomorrow when it comes out. Yeah, I mean, call and send, leave a message, yeah, send, send, send us an email shit. at the shakes at misfitrad.io. We'll take a look at, at what these, you got. Yeah, we'll these help guys you look at it. Yeah,
3: I would look at it, but I just look at reels. I I would only be able to tell you what if is? I liked it or not.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good.
3: It's not bad. That's cool. There's not
1: enough TV. You need more TV. <laughs> I
3: right. I enjoyed hearing that too because I do think a lot of people worry about that being the the well-rounded mm-hmm. part yeah which i get there is a certain point in your career where if you want a certain position you need that but if you're just heading if into you're an just agency trying to find
0: something yeah i mean mm-hmm. you're kind of just throwing and, shit at a wall to see if it sticks yeah
3: we're not saying it's shit. I mean, well, not... yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Bad All choice right. of okay. words. Bad choice of words. You're throwing <laughs> you're throwing a variety of work at the wall to see what somebody might bite on. Mm-hmm. And I mean, hell, twenty years into it, I still feel like I do that to a certain degree. If oh, I was, yeah. you know, but
3: <clears throat> I still, yeah, I try to follow my own
0: advice. It's hard to do. It's hard to do.
3: That was good advice. Good advice. That was good. <laughs> high fives all around. <laughs> That's the name of the book. Advice. advice.
0: <clears throat> How do we wrap this one up? Oh. The case of what? what yeah, what did we crack? Joy, what did we crack? I, we I think helped. we cracked the case of the portfolio.
3: I think you did. I think you Done. gave some good ad- advice. 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 Yeah. I liked it.
0: That's what we're going to call our uh, segment now. It's going to be what a segment the, we're going to call the it. The right
1: before right before Christmas you called it like schmurmy furbishes or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, I read it and I was like, "Damn, Jeremy comes up with the best titles we, ever." We EP
0: Flurmcast. Yeah. <laughs> <we> Flurmcast. <laughs> yeah. Our our flurm was flurm. Let's let's
1: close it. Let's close it with this. All right. One more push for uh, a movie that Jeremy suggested that I watched um, last two nights ago with Sing, which is Hero Dreams of Sushi, one of the best creative <laughs> movies ever on Netflix. One of right the best right what movies? Creative, movies? creative movies ever.
3: It's called Hero Sushi and Something. Yeah, Hero Sushi it's called. and Clam
1: Yeah, why don't you <laughs>
3: <laughs> why don't you go
1: why don't you go Google that? Yep. Hero Sushi and Something. <laughs>
0: Yep.
3: Um, clam
0: bake. Beach party bingo clam bake hero dreams of it. <laughs> it's, it's a new Amazon uh, Prime movie uh, pilot. Transvestite a- a- <laughs> hero's sushi flurm <laughs> bus. The Shakes is hosted by Jeremy Fuchsa, Joy Moeller, and Pat Piper. Theme music by Dean Sabatino. Editing and mixing by me, Jeremy Fuxa Help the show's success by leaving ratings and reviews on iTunes We'll always read the most interesting ones and if you want to support the show financially please visit the Patreon link on this show's website. The show does become more interesting when we hear from you Call 816-852-0668 24 hours a day 7 days a week to leave ideas or questions via voicemail or follow The Shakes on Twitter to tweet us there